Hello, my friends. Nice to find you here again through whatever device you are listening to. Hey, and thanks for listening, by the way. It's actually really nice. We saw some stats the other day and um, who would have thought? You put on enough content, things go up. But anyway, today we are talking about what the guys told me not to say, which is we are not talking about George Michael. We are talking about faith. You guys can still, you know, laugh before I've introduced you, by the way. That really helps with the whole feeling of having others in the room. Lana, <laughs> Nigel, welcome. Hi, Tim. Tim, welcome, my friend. No, good. No, I welcome you. So you can't say welcome back. That would be weird, Nigel. So thanks for having me. We're in two geographically located, differently located places. So welcome to my bedroom. Excellent. Something I hoped I'd never have to say to you. Yeah, that's that's fair enough too. No, we want to talk today a little bit about moving forward because this is as the weeks and weeks go on, we know the circumstance. Hopefully when people are listening to this in a year, two years' time, this sounds like a weird sort of thing because everything's back to normal. But the principle is pretty important and the principle is what SME owners, business leaders are very, very au fait with that this whole idea of regardless of the circumstance, you must keep moving forward. Now, even Sylvester Stallone gets that if you watch any one of the Rocky movies. Just keep moving forward. That's also how you get a brain damage in boxing, by the way. But anyway, we won't go into that. Lana. Timothy. Um, I guess the word around this is you can't keep moving forward unless you have a belief you can win. Yes. And as much as my shenanigans I'm talking about now, but we need to get pretty serious about this because this is probably the underlying belief of I guess what a successful business owner needs to have because without it, it's just – too damn tough yes and i let's talk a little bit about this this whole idea of belief without um without being delusional (laughs) so for you what what does what does it mean around the belief going forward because we've obviously had some pretty tough times in business over the years um not in other things as well but business particularly for this chat is what you're good at this so how do you see business from not letting the stress and anxiety completely overwhelm you? Oh, that's a nice way to start it. Um, look, for me, what I always come back to is belief, faith, whatever it is you want to call it, is I've always, I've always known that you have no idea how far you are away from success. And so I've always had this little bit of FOMO, I guess, which is if I was to stop, what if the next day was the day that the success would come? And yep. it's this idea that you just, you intrinsically know. And for me, an idea is something that can be changed. So if I have an idea that I'm going to be successful, it means other people can talk me in or out of it. Whereas if I have a belief in what I'm doing, no one can, no one can change how you feel. No one can change what you're going to do next in terms of moving forward because it's something that within you, you just know is the case. And that's why I always, as you say, keep moving forward is because the belief is so strong that it will all be okay and it will all turn out as it should because I know it within me regardless of what happens external. Yeah, and I might use that that um, analogy of moving forward, you know, we've, we've all seen the Rocky movies but I must admit with my limited amateur fight experience, it, it, it's an actually very interesting concept because the whole idea of moving forward in a fight scenario is you've got a square ring. And it's a very nice metaphor really which is you've got a square ring with two people trying to own the space 
forget about the punching, kicking and all the stuff happening or whether it's in an octagon or whatever it is, by the way, yes, I get all you MMA <laughs> fans. This is just a metaphor. Chill out. But the whole idea is that you are claiming space. You are moving forward. You are the aggressor. Even though you might be a counterpuncher, you're the aggressor. You're trying to take space. You're trying to own a situation where you can be more successful. And the whole idea is when you've been punched in the head a few times that the natural inclination is to retreat away from danger, retreat away from where there's, I guess, a problem occurring, which being in business, you push forward, it doesn't go. You know, it doesn't go the way you thought about. So in a boxing match or a kickboxing match is what I can speak about, you move forward, you get kicked in the head. Now, the natural inclination is, okay, I better move backwards. But as soon as you've got that momentum shift, you're going to be on the back foot the whole time. And the whole idea is now that I'm kicked in the head and I'm feeling nervous and things haven't gone according to plan, how do I keep moving forward without keep getting kicked the same way in the head? I realize that's a pretty brutal analogy, but I just, in my mind, so I'm talking about it. But it's that whole idea in business that you try something out of strategy or in life, you, you might go to ask out a partner and get rejected. So it doesn't mean you step back forever. You have to find another way to move forward, keep moving forward. I mean, it's, it's probably the fundamental skill you have to have in order to be successful in any endeavor in life or survive, by the way. Well, I was, a, I was a rower and my thing was going backwards down the river. Just keep going. You have no choice yeah. and you just do the same thing again and again. But I think to your point, you're always going to get knocked down. There's always going to be issues. It's the people who take them personally, the people who can't be wrong, the people who find learning experiences to be a negative thing as opposed to a positive thing. They're probably the people who find it the hardest as opposed to great. I didn't do that right this time. What am I going to do better next time? Or I'll find another thing. There's, it's infinite opportunities out there. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I think it's, you picked up on something really that's jogged me too is moving forward doesn't mean doing the same thing over and over again and keep pounding your head against a brick wall. It's finding the angle to move forward. It's sidestepping to move forward. It is seeing if there's a different way of approaching forward momentum that finds a way of looking at stuff. And, and rather than an actual strategy, it might be the way you think about it needs, that's the moving forward, which is how do I change my mindset from I actually want to kill someone to, you know what, I am responsible. What's a better way for me to approach this? Because I don't want to carry that memory for the next decade. Oh, it's a different way of approaching a person or a problem it's making mistake and knowing how to fix it moving forward is not always getting better sometimes it's just not being as shit as you were before totally and that's right it's a linear around moving forward it's not necessarily a better result it is it is knowing that you are pushing forward or you're pushing through the rubbish in front of you and also at your own pace it's not and I don't want to say don't compare to other people because that's what humans do, but it's seeing your own progression. It's seeing you being better. And if you can take everyone else out of the equation, you actually move fast forward much more than if you were going to follow someone else doing it. I, I think that's a, a you know, oh, you're, you're on fire this morning. There's three, <laughs> or four, so nice. there's three or four things that I find mild, mildly <laughs> interesting. Very good. Um <laughs> Only joking. That's a joke for everyone out there. I'm not as yeah, it's much not joking. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but I, 
that that comparison sort of thing is very important because if you're someone who started a business quite young, which I, I did, not that it makes any difference by the way, I don't even know if that was the best thing to do, but for me it was the right thing at um, uh, 17 I think was my first business, maybe 18 legally or whatever it is, but I know I was actively moving forward. It, the comparison during my 20s is you feel you've made massive mistakes because a lot of people who had more traditional ways of earning income could start doing more traditional things like after a few years they could buy a house or they got a promotion or they were earning more or they were doing things like that. They were able to take holidays that for me my experience was I was broke my whole 20s, like really broke. Um, and you start to question because if you compare to other people, well, what's in, in terms of that timeline, have I made a mistake? Have I... You know, I feel like I'm moving backwards the whole time even though your energy is going to work hard, work hard, work. So you see yourself as I'm working 10 times as hard from an hourly point of view because I want to respect everyone who's still working at jobs. They're still working hard too. But you then feel like you're going backwards because everyone seems to be progressing in life and having new experiences that are just not, they're not available to you. Yeah. And so you've got to have that level of belief that, in what time period am I looking at what I'm doing? It's like when you have a big you know, problem in your company or you take some steps back. If you're looking at it in a finite time piece, you're going to sit there going, this is a complete waste of time because you have to have a reason to move forward. And I think this is the thing that you've got to, what you were talking about, Lana, is how do you calibrate the reason to move forward? How do you move forward if you've broken up in a relationship? How do you move forward if you've, lost a key client in business how do you move forward if you didn't get a promotion you know do you just sit there and go well i'm leaving i'm going to find a hand hunter and they'll they'll see my you know value my, my true value <laughs> um the thing just that for me that comes before that is the knowing how you actually operate to enable you to move forward and i'll um because here we are i'll give you a sporting analogy um mm. when i'm learning something new at the gym so if i'm doing a new weight session so nine can get involved um i need to watch someone doing it i then need to do it myself take my time while i'm doing it myself to get the technique right i then have to mess it up while the person helps me and then i have it perfectly and that happens when i'm learning tennis swimming whatever it might be sport wise because that's how my body operates with learning a new skill my mind is actually quite similar for me i know how i learn so for me to move forward not only does it have to calibrate to, oh, Lordy, I have to move forward and I have to learn, but I have to go back into my mindset of, okay, this is how I actually learn. I have to read it. I have to hear it. I have to take time to digest it and then I have to implement it. So for anyone who's listening to this wondering, as Tim said, how do I actually move forward? Step one is figuring out what do you need to allow yourself to learn that will allow yourself to move forward. Because if you're a person who, for example, and you've broken up with someone, what? your process of oh. having to learn or move forward might be that you actually need to take three weeks to yourself. Let's just say that that's your process of learning and yep. coming out. You actually just need to know that because then your learning process becomes so much more easier because you know what's going to come next. So not only are you trying to battle learning something new, you're not also battling the process. Uh, yeah, so you, in terms of the mechanics of moving forward, of knowing how you operate yeah. or at least analyzing how you operate because you might be you might be shit at operating by the way so check yeah. that out if you're not good at that and it's not working for you well that's where you need to spend your energy of 
what is my process for success? And step one to fixing your process is knowing what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And you and I are quite lucky because we know each other's processes. Same with me and Nigel and same with you and Nigel. We all know how each other operate when we're working together so we can communicate better and we can help the other person through the process. Absolutely. And I, I think where we need to take this conversation, sorry, Nigel, I know Lana and I have just been jumping on here and you know, got onto something now and we, we won't close the laptop, but, you know, hi, Nigel. <laughs> but I want to, um, I think the reason or the, the thing we have to get to is what's the reason in moving forward? And I'm big on this and I, I want to talk about some, some observations that I've had over a few years which are the aim of the game is to stay in the game, right, as long as you can. So I was listening to some um, Major League Baseball players and it's basically they just want to stay in the big show for as long as possible, which is obviously the Major League, just be in the big show. And that can be a day, a decade, you know, your whole career, but you don't know, right? And it's the same with all elite sports. It's about how do I stay in the game I want to be for as long as possible now? The reason this is important, I think why we've probably got bees in our bonnet about it is you don't know when a game-changing opportunity is going to occur. You actually don't. And, and we have a thing and I guess part of my management style with most of my companies is when I'm trying to figure something out, I ask myself this question. Is our business in the way of opportunity? So are we actually a chance to be in to get a new opportunity or a opportunity and if you find your business is hidden or not in the way you're not going to find opportunities and it's about this whole idea of how do I stay in the game how do I move forward and how do you put yourself in the way of opportunity and what type of opportunity do you want to put yourself in front of because we've had conversations that have gone from one day you know just just a normal day you have one conversation and then you're whole universe has changed and you'll get a few of those over the journey that's the thing about if you're doing business right people want good businesses and good people it's a it's a very finite commodity there's not a lot around and so if you're one of those people you you just got to stay in the game because you don't know if the opportunity of a lifetime is tomorrow and I guess to bring it back to the top of it and the topic is those who have got belief or faith or whatever you are going to call it, they're able to stay in the game even when it's the worst thing possible, even when it's hard, even when it's a bad day, week or month because they know this intrinsically what you're talking about. If I stay in the game long enough, I'll be back on the up soon enough. Absolutely and this is I guess where experience comes in which is some days you can't be profitable yet some days you and this is a hard one for me even when I say it I'm like I don't want to accept this fact but you have to accept that you are going to have times where you need to be taking your cuts you need to you know do things to keep the infrastructure in place like we have now which is I know I've got a solid business at its core but I just literally can't operate right now and there's some companies that literally can't operate right now so what is my appetite for risk to keep as many staff as I can on, keep as much of the infrastructure in place, do whatever I can because say I 
I go down 100 grand, 10 grand, 1 grand, whatever it is, you know, it's all relative to the size of the business. Is that investment worth staying in the game for what I believe this business is or will become? And it doesn't mean you need to make losses, by the way. Just for anyone out there, I'm certainly not a financial advisor and you should seek financial advice on this stuff. But it's a different mindset because generally, you know, Lana and I are, at Nigel, you're there too, but we're positive around moving forward and growing and being a financially responsible business. We're here to make profit and continue to grow companies. There are some times we have to accept that that might not be the case, but you still have to have faith in what you're doing to stay in the game knowing that once whatever it is clears, then, okay, we can make some moves and get that back. But it doesn't mean putting yourself in a point of view of complete delusion, which is cutting yourself too deeply that you'll never recover. And that's where um, I think we've been using the words faith and belief. And I think the two things are different. Um, And what you're talking about in having faith is essentially meaning having no statistical evidence to point to a conclusion that you have made that something will happen. And you need that to take the first step if you've not done it before. But where we're talking about people going, not cutting themselves too deep and whatnot, I think belief comes from, particularly if we're talking about taking a step, uh, having a setback. Belief is when you start going towards that goal again and you're seeing the evidence of the outcome. So you're rebuilding what you've already done. That's a belief. And that helps you maintain the faith. If you're getting those points and you're not seeing the data come back and you're still having faith, that's blind faith. And that's where I think you should look at what you're doing and try and, I hate the word, but pivot to something else or get your new set of data to support your faith. Do you get what I'm saying? What? Why do you hate the word pivot? Just because it's been overused so much in the last three weeks. I would have thought it's the word that needs to be overused more and more because if anyone's not doing that, if you're not pirouetting and looking 360 at your opportunities at the moment, this is the key and I I agree with you totally which is how do you know that you're not delusional which is is a topic we've spoken about before. You know, are you a delusional just positive person? Because I've met a lot of very positive delusional people and – you know, they almost pin a, you know, <laughs> pin a number, what do you call it? It's a, they hold that idea that I'm positive so it'll work as their, badge of honor. their yeah, their badge of honor. Thank you, Lana. And so it's, it's talking about that thing of why, how do I know that my positive outlook in life is not delusion around my business? And, and that's the thing, as Nigel said, that's why data is so important. But if you're a smaller business and don't have all those mechanisms, it's really around where's the pathway out. So a lot of smaller businesses think like this, if I have 10 more clients, I'll be right. And you won't be. It's not about that. It's because you don't understand the economic drivers of your business that does 10 clients change the whole economic impact the only time you would want 10 more clients 100 more clients is because it triggers your economic model that gives you the scalability or it gives you something that changes the way in in you the way you grow then you're not delusional and to Nigel's point of belief if I can get one more client that shows me that my way is working I can do that 10 more times 
I can keep building on what my knowledge is and what my learning is because the data is coming back saying this is my direction or my path as opposed to, well, I'm just going to try everything and then keep going in that way because that's a direction that will not work. Absolutely. <laughs> no, did I cut you off before? Sorry. Probably, uh, but <laughs> now we've moved on to, to something else. I just think that um, there's a lot of people that have, are having faith in a certain outcome at the other side of whatever this is. And we need to, as people, we need to have faith in something bigger than ourselves. What we choose that to be is going to dictate the outcome. So for me, I have faith in the people around me. I also have belief in the people around me and I have belief in the processes that we follow. So even if they're not returning 100% of the results they were previous to this, they're returning 60, 70%. So I know that I have a belief that the process yeah. will carry us through this period and enable us to create a launch pad for whatever comes on the other side. Absolutely. And I think, you know, let's, if we look into the fundamentals then of if you're sitting there going, listen, I feel I have faith. I feel I'm positive. I feel I'm moving forward. Um, moving forward is not waiting for the economy to change, by the way. It's not looking at the things that are external to where you can control. Moving forward is about where do I shift the needle on everything that I currently can shift the needle on because you can only do as much as you can do but you have to make sure there's not a delusion around the things that you don't see important but you could be affecting right now. So I could be affecting that but it's really not going to make a major difference right now. Who cares? It will make a major difference when you're back because the economy won't be the same. The, the period of this thing is not weeks, it's years. It could be decades depending on the, the economic debt that's put through. There's a lot that we don't know but the, the question comes back to the fundamentals and if it's not you as a business owner, it's someone listening here that's even in your job, is why is the business down right now? What is the factors that are causing us not to be able to operate the way in which we would hope to? Will they change regardless of everything coming back to normal which won't happen so if you look at that and say well things aren't going to go back to normal now what is the core problem in our business now and understanding that allows you to move forward in a direction that can start building something very strong in your business and it needs to build that you have to you have to look down paths that are different or that you can affect right now even if you never use them it doesn't matter just running down that path will give you an opportunity to think through or try things. And that's a really good point for the idea of moving forward is it doesn't necessarily have to be a physical momentum. With this, it could simply be planning everything, setting everything ready so that when it can be implemented, it is. That's still moving forward even if you can't pull the trigger on it. Yeah, there's so much to do that people don't know even that they should be doing it. I mean, this is a great time to recalibrate your value proposition as a business. This is a great time to sit with your core team and go, what does the next decade look like? Not talking about COVID, from a business point of view. What does it actually look like? And if the answer is, well, I haven't, I don't know what to ask them, great, now we know where there's an area. There's so much you can do as a business right now to plan for the next decade. And you have to ask yourself the question, if you have the time, why aren't you doing it? So if I'm 
someone who's been employed right now and I've been put back a few days, for instance, I'm not thinking about, oh, well, what am I going to do with my time? I'm thinking, where do I need to upskill right now? Where do I need to develop a new skill? Where do I need to develop a new um, you know, process that I can bring back to the company or another company? Most people that I know that have, you know, because it's very common here in Australia that people have been reduced in their working hours to two, three days and they're learning how to play Xbox. You know, it's the difference between amateur and professional. It's, oh, I have an opportunity two days a week to pick up a skill that I wouldn't have a time. I can fast track some learning. I can fast track, you know, some ideas thinking. I can try working with someone else for free. I could start my own thing. I could do all this stuff and it's not grabbing this opportunity of a lifetime to have this condensed amount of time where, you know, it's, you're not moving forward from a psychological point of view. You're allowing, you're a victim of circumstance. And I think this is the key around this high performance in this time is how do I get the most out of it and ignore the naysayers because there's a lot of people out there, sorry, Nigel, jumped you in a minute, but ignore the naysayers because there's a lot of people going, you should just chill out during this time. This is not a time to be ultra productive. This is a time for healing, a time for relaxing, a time for just recalibrating. Like that's bullshit. You're a pro. You've got time, fill it, upgrade, look for where you can find advantages, do things you could have never done before, something that would have taken you 10 years to learn, you can learn in the next few months. What an opportunity. Just on the point of the, because I believe I can talk about this from a better position than you because you've never been in this position for more than three weeks, uh, which is the entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial employee, um, someone that is being paid by somebody else at this point. Now is not a time for job descriptions. Whatever was on that piece of paper when you were hired, that piece of paper is worth nothing at this point. If you're looking to, the way I always look at it, because yeah, I've been part owners in business, I've been partners, I've been employees in everything that we've done. Um, but now whatever was in place before this started doesn't exist anymore. Whatever the business model was, it probably doesn't exist anymore. This is the biggest area of opportunity for an entrepreneurial-minded employee that they've ever seen. Absolutely. Because if someone's going, oh, you're down to three days a week, okay, cool, pay me for three days a week, but I'm going to do nothing else anyway, so I may as well see what I can contribute to the business at this point. Because at the other side of this, you're going to be the one that they're going to hand the keys to the kingdom to. Yeah, or if they don't, you're worth more in the... Um, open market so you've got something there because this is the thing it's not about the company and I agree with you absolutely on that which is you know I'm an employee of my company the only difference is I own it so I behave the same way I would as if I was being paid for my services directly to run a company or grow a company so where is my skill being used or where can I upgrade at the moment so but just remember company owes you nothing your job is to add as much value as you can in this period, this is all of us as individuals because you can't lose if you're constantly trying to create more value around yourself. Mm. And there will be some people who say, but I've, I've done so much for the company. Yes, but what has the company done for you? They've employed you, they've kept you here and you could have left at any stage which meant that you weren't as loyal to the business as the business was loyal to you. There's all this thing that has come through that just means we are all in the same position. Businesses, employees, business owners, it's just the mindset that we take into it. 
which is what does moving forward look like to you? And whatever it looks like to you, that's how it's going to come out when this is all over, as Nigel was saying. Yeah, and that's, you know, I assume people listening to this are fairly driven as a natural state. Yep. They're trying to get the most out of life the, mo- the most professionally they can and just trying to achieve things because that's obviously the type of audience that listens. So if you've got an opportunity to, to take back time or to find time, where are you weak right now? Where can you be upskilled? Where can you do things? That's the, I mean, I think if any time in history, how amazing is having the internet here? You could literally do anything right now from a learning point of view. You could start a business today. Yes, the circumstances are going to be a little bit dif- difficult out there, but you could actually be set up. You could actually do things like that. If you're, uh, to me, this is it's a surprising time because I've, I've been talking to a lot of our clients, particularly around, I've got this feeling that three quarters of the world, if not more, is going into a hibernation period for the next few years. Not just because the economic changes and all that, but I think emotionally people will be coming out of this needing a break, funnily enough. not It feels like everyone's just waiting to go outside again and, and hit the world running. I actually think it'll be the opposite. I think people are recalibrating where they want to spend time with family, friends, balance, doing all this stuff. So my feeling is a lot of the world's going to need hibernation. So I think for people who are in performance that are in you know, what business, this is an opportunity to be able to catch everyone napping. I honestly feel like that. The, the workers now, the people who are striving for more, I think there's going to be such a polar distance between people who really want to move forward through whatever we're going to go through versus those who just want to wait it out. And that's why I think for those who are, who are wanting to achieve things in life from a professional level, this is going to be the people who can emotionally calibrate and keep moving forward. It's going to feel so different because there'll be a lot who just don't want that right now. Yeah. And that's okay, by the way. That's absolutely okay. People are going to figure out their priorities and that's what they're going to go with. Yeah, I think there'll be a whole lot of um, recalibration around balance because people do things because they go, this is, this is the way I operate, but they've never actually operated any other way. So they're just guessing. And I think those habits around the way my workday looks, the way I want to perform, the way, you, you know, I hope you miss your family. You know, some people are gonna, there's going to be two types of people, people who are desperate to get back in the office to get away from their families and people who really are going to miss the amount of interaction, you know, the daily interaction because it's actually quite nice. Oh, I think that's actually going to be one person just split be- in half because you really want to get away but you're really <laughs> going to miss at the same time. <laughs> that's true. That is true. And then for the businesses out there, they're moving forward. It will be interesting because for the first time in – probably years, it's no longer the employee's market. Employees aren't going to be as picky as they've been able to be. They're not going to be able to be as demanding as as a negative thing, but businesses are going to have an opportunity to actually set the scene for this is our expectation because after everything that's been learned and cleaned and wiped, our way forward is nothing but success for us particularly. Listen, I agree and this is a topic that I guess publicly you want to be careful speaking about because it can be taken out of context but the last decade since the GFC um, and as we've mentioned many, many times which was basically missed in Australia, I know everyone listening overseas, you got it a lot differently but 
with all things being said, the last decade has been a prosperous time of growth and low unemployment in developed nations. And if we're looking at 15 to 20% unemployment potentially, it is the first time that businesses in the last decade are actually, I guess, seen by people as it's nice to have a job, that if I don't leave my job tomorrow and get another one anywhere else, like for all of us who have owned companies, we've had this pressure for the last decade, which is it has been a employee's marketplace. 100% has. It, it has been easy to get a job. It has been easy to jump around. It has been easy to negotiate pay rises because literally it was the employee's world. That's not happening anymore. And this is the thing, not that it's a good thing nor that people shouldn't get what they're worth, but it's a different level of economic stimulus to, as an employee, you need to recalibrate that you're not coming into work to do your job. That's going to be the standard. Now you've got to come in, do your job and add additional value to be valued because this is now businesses are going to be able to recruit people who want to perform, want to keep their job and want to do more. It's a very interesting thing because companies had that pressure for the last decade. But it's also because businesses are going to have to perform better in the next 18 months, yeah. two to five years to survive after all of this. So you, you have to get top performers yeah. in. Yeah, Mediocre won't drive a business forward, get them out of recession or hibernation, whichever way you think it's going to go. You need top performers for every business to survive and that's that's the market. I think, I think we might put that topic on hold because I think that, that would be a really good one excuse me, to discuss in um, absolute detail because I want to I make sure we, take, we give that the, um, the respect it deserves because I don't want everyone thinking around going, geez, they're real pricks, aren't they? They're going to now, you know, th- this is going to all fall back on the employees. It's not what I'm saying. Your job as the owner of the company is to make sure your business is successful and that it moves forward. And what we're saying is we're moving into an environment where we're going to need agile thinkers just to say pivot so Nigel gets annoyed, yeah. people who can pivot quickly, people who are passionate about what they do. So I'm just trying to say all the buzzwords that annoy Nigel just to, for a bit of fun, why not? Um, but, but honestly, it's as an employee sitting out there, don't, don't freak out. I want you to think about this is your opportunity to really shine. You can be entrepreneurial now. You can bring things to the table. You can think outside your job description. So at the moment, if I was an employee, I'd be sitting here going, my job description is to do my job really well now how do i add additional value company's job is to weed out the people who aren't going to be good during wartime because they're not going to be people you want to be in key positions in your company because you need people who are who understand where we're at as a as earth <laughs> and the impacts of what's going to be needed going forward so if we go to the old godfather which we like the wartime versus peacetime consigliere that's essentially what we're going through. But we'll pick that topic up at another stage, I think, because it's very, very important to talk about this because it is a different world when we come out of this and you need people who can get dirty. Um, but in terms of moving forward, for all of you there, just keep doing it. Stay in the game. Find a way to stay in the game. Find a way to be in the way of opportunity. Nigel, Lana, I know you're doing that daily with everything you're doing, but good to chat about it because... Um, it's a positive topic. You build that, build that muscle. You're laughing. Good to see you both. See ya. Do it again tomorrow. <laughs>